So we are doing a podcast mini-series called Listen Up Local. This series shines a spotlight on local businesses and their owners who have reinvented their businesses to not only survive but thrive amid COVID-19 crisis and who have found ways to give back and support their local community during this time. I am joined today by Dennis Van Staldinen, Executive Director of the Wellington West BIA. The WWBIA unites two thriving neighborhoods in the west end of Ottawa, the historic village of Hindenburg and the century-old neighborhood of Wellington Village. Established in 2008 by a coalition of businesses with a united interest in making their spot on the map more welcoming, entertaining, and inspiring, the BIA has grown to represent over 500 businesses and over 200 commercial property owners. A job made a lot more difficult in recent weeks as we navigate our way through COVID-19. He is constantly engaged with local merchants to provide the latest information on who is open, what the capacity is of local businesses, and when they anticipate the next stage of their recovery to happen, and really how they've adapted their service delivery models during this time. So Dennis, hello and welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Adam. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. Beautiful weather out there, isn't it? It is, finally, yes. Well, thanks for taking the time this morning. We're going to jump right into this. Uh, we've talked before on this podcast about the choices business owners are making during this time, sometimes described as fight or flight. You know, I'd love to hear from you, Dennis, about what you're seeing out there from your members and, and how businesses are adapting. Yeah, thanks, Adam. The, the, that fight or flight moment is really kind of a, a defining moment for, for any business, how you respond when there is that need to adapt very, very quickly to something. And we've seen that like in spades since mid-March uh, when the COVID shutdown you know, started looking likely and then it was imminent and then suddenly uh, businesses were being ordered to close. We saw both sides of the fight or flight instinct uh, right across the business area. We saw the panic. Uh, we saw the uncertainty. We saw a lot of people, a lot of business owners suddenly having to reassess very quickly who they are, who they serve, who they employ, how they can keep their uh, their customers engaged, how they can keep their employees either on the payroll or at least in the, the employment family. And then as it adapted, how can they move into a more proactive, a more creative? Yeah, how can they actually use their skills mm -hmm. as small business owners to adapt and be flexible and to reinvent themselves during this time? And it's it's been very ins inspiring to watch. Um, and I, I think um, while there's that fight or flight moment, I think um, the flight part of it in our case, uh, hopefully will be uh, more taking flight than, than running away. Right. Good way of putting it. I can certainly speak from experience with Rise Up Strategies. We're seeing our B2C clients making big decisions even this week around how to reopen, you know, the type of equipment they're going to have to install into their locations and really what the new normal is going to be around best business practices Absolutely, um, moving yeah. forward. And I think it seems to me, uh, you know, the entire world is trying to determine uh, the best way forward in this regard right now. Mm, right. Yeah, absolutely. So has this crisis led to any changes in the way you think Wellington West business owners will conduct their businesses once things return to the new normal? And if so, tell me a little bit about that. Well, um, it's, I, I keep hearing the term new normal and I chafe against it a little bit because mm -hmm. There, there is no new normal. It's, it's evolution. The process of evolution involves a whole series of different crises and a whole different 
needs to adapt to whatever situation you're in. Mm-hmm. And really, over the last two months, we've seen 15 new normals come and go. And that's just going to keep going. It might settle down a little bit in terms of how rapid those changes are coming, uh, but those changes are still going to come. So in our approach as a business improvement area, trying to advise businesses, trying to market and promote the services that they're able to offer during COVID, thinking about the neighborhood and our, our interactions with the community as well, we're trying to phase it into three new normals. Uh, one was kind of relief mode, which was the immediate, uh, what can we do to help our businesses? What can we do to connect them with the, the information and the, the resources they need? Uh, recovery mode is kind of where we're moving into a little bit now, tentatively, baby steps. A few more stores every day are opening up or offering new things as they're allowed to do so uh, and as they come up with new ways to do that. Uh, but the other phase, which is really kind of the old normal that we're, we're hopefully moving back into, is uh, what we're calling reinvention. So the idea that these businesses not only need to survive, but that they were already going through a lot of challenges. And Main Street Retail has been going through so many changes over the last you know, decade uh, that reinvention was always an imperative. It was just something that they, ne- they weren't necessarily as focused on. And also, they didn't have the time to focus on. The COVID crisis, apart from the panic and the uncertainty, uh, for a lot of small retailers who suddenly didn't have to sit at the counter and deal with uh, you know, customers coming through their door, they suddenly had more time and they were suddenly doing the big picture thinking, albeit you know, unwillingly, of, about how do we survive? What do we want to be when this is over? And a lot of them have really embraced that and taken that as a, as a challenge. And we've been trying to sort of help that and provide tools and provide um, yeah, whatever we can to do that as well. Yeah, for example, one of the things that we did as a, as a BIA was uh, in the early days, we tried to figure out, um, you know, could we do sort of online virtual gift certificates to give money to the businesses? Mm-hmm. Uh, could we just keep lists of all the different businesses and what they're doing? And we do those things. We have those things. Uh, but we were able to, just through a little bit of luck and a whole lot of hard work, uh, put together a partnership with a, a Montreal a philanthropic foundation called the McConnell Foundation. Mm-hmm who was looking to both help small businesses during COVID, but also to promote an idea that they call community wealth sharing. And they were looking for for business areas that were interested in helping them sort of prove the the concept in a neighborhood. And they introduced us to a a UK company called Crowdfunder, uh, one of the largest crowdfunding platforms in the UK. And we've been having three-way conference calls between McConnell in Montreal and this uh, UK online company, uh, the CEO and one of one of the co-founders has been helping us build our site. So we created this, I call it a, a crowd of crowdfunding campaigns, uh, where we, co- we have a collective program for our businesses where we use those partners to cover all the costs and make sure that it's free for our businesses. And they can do crowdfunding and every dollar goes to them. And we use our collective energy as a BIA to promote those and to help them get set up and to to use the energy. And then they get to choose what they offer uh, in in return. Community wealth sharing, uh, the concept is that there is a mix of altruism, that is uh, communities invest in local businesses uh, without an expectation necessarily of direct return, 
but that there's also a sense of reward and gratitude from the businesses in the form of store credit or, or, or incentives to, to help uh, build a community among their customers. And this community wealth sharing, this uh, love.wellingtonwest.ca is the campaign we're running. Uh, we've already raised uh, almost $20,000 for the participating businesses uh, in our first couple of weeks. And uh, we're going to keep that running for another month, month and a half. And uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how far we can go. We don't touch any of that money. People donate it to the businesses and then the businesses uh, fulfill the store credit or the, the prizes or the, the events that they're holding, virtual, virtual beer halls and selling art off the walls of the, the restaurants, whatever they want to, to, to sort of offer. So it's been a really interesting program that allowed us to do something brand new and give our members value in a new way. Well, Dennis, I have to say, I think if there's one observation since the start of this uh, pandemic, it's the level of innovation uh, that's coming out of small and medium-sized businesses everywhere. Um, You know, how quickly uh, businesses have have pivoted. And it sounds, uh, well, it's very clear uh, the work you're doing at uh, Wellington West BIA uh, is uh, as innovative as anywhere else. So congratulations on on the work you're doing. I I, I can say, and I've heard it from others, um, you know, you're you're supporting uh, the Wellington West BIA uh, and uh, and, and its businesses and its members incredibly well. I've really enjoyed the opportunity to meet you uh, over the last little while and and get to know you. Um, This has been really informative. And so I want to thank you for taking the time today, Dennis, and uh, uh, best of luck as uh, as we continue to navigate this this new world. I won't call it a new normal, but this new world we're in. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, anything we can do to keep the positive spirit going, the things that we learned during COVID about what's important and what's not. And uh, of course, I've got to say to, to folks who are listening, support those local stores. Think in terms of when you're making, spending your dollars in the community. Think about not what's good for your bottom line. Think what's good for your neighborhood, for your community and shop local. Invest in those local entrepreneurs that make our neighborhoods the great places that we want them to be. That's a great uh, final message, Dennis. Uh, Thanks again, and uh, look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you very much, Adam. 